Welcome to your favorite Thursday podcast. I'm Nick Mitchell. I'm Scott Tedford Barnes. And you are listening to Legends of Sportsball, an educational celebration of useless jock knowledge. Thank you for joining us. We have a very special episode today, don't we, Scotty? Ready for it? It's all the special and is all the episode. It's uh, Thursday, October 13th, English Language Day. So, uh... Go eat some mayo. Complain it's too spicy. No, uh, abuse the English language. Use stuff like <laughs> ain't and y'all and just, you know, abuse the shit out of it. Make English people really pissed Slang. off. <laughs> Slang it up real nice. Right. All right. Um, we will do our scoreboard stumper. We've got our flexi all the week. We've got three notable jabronis. We will get into our Hall of Fame inductee, Sam Mills. We will get our scoreboard stumper answer. We will go to church and we'll send you on a merry little way. Without further ado, hit me, baby, one more time with that scoreboard stumper, Scotty. All right, Scotty's scoreboard stumper is as follows I want to know who was the oldest defensive player to ever be elected or invited to the Pro Bowl. So is it Ed Reed, Michael Strahan? Or Daryl Green? I'm going with Daryl Green. All right. All right, we'll get that answer after the deep dive on Sam Mills. Moving on to Flex Seal of the Week. The super strong waterproof tape. That can instantly patch, bond, seal, and repair. Each week, we recognize a franchise transaction that in no way fills the needs of the organization. This week's Flag Seal of the Week is Russell Wilson, Broncos quarterback. Yeah, it's a long-distance Flag Seal. <laughs> and, um, the big leak. <laughs> oh, the once promising Flag Seal. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you know, it's like when you really needed the Flag Seal real bad, and you ordered it, and you like, can't wait for it to come in the mail because it's going to solve all your problems. And then you put that Flag Seal up, and it doesn't do shit. Yeah. You're just... <sighs> oh, shoddy. Behind the flex seal here, um, Russell Wilson is a nine-time Pro Bowler in ten previous seasons. Uh, he this year though is thirty-second in the NFL in completion percentage at fifty-eight percent. Last, do you know who's first? His replacement in Seattle, Geno Smith, was seventy-three point four percent. Seventy-three percent after what six games? Damn. <laughs> Wilson this year has a 35.8 quarterback rating, which Oof. puts him 25th in the NFL. Geno Smith is fourth in the NFL with 68.3. <laughs> All the Geno Smith doubters. Man. So um, I really feel like the flexible part of it was when they doubled down in the preseason and gave him um, that uh, contract extension before he had even played in a game. Yeah. It's almost that that's what flex was like a PR flex seal to me was the fact that before he had done anything, they doubled down and gave him the money and, and, you know, as a way to like show the fans like, Oh, we're really excited about this. This is going to be a big thing is all a PR stunt. It feels like it's just sloppy. It's all sloppy right now. Uh, the fact that, I remember people were like, oh, he's going to have Jerry Judy and he has like Sutton and all this stuff. And I'm like, well, what else does he have? I mean, the team's just not working out for him. I don't know. 
<laughs> I have no idea what's going yeah, on. Defense keeps them alive. You know, yeah. despite the fact they don't have Von Miller anymore, they're still pretty good defense. So they stay in games, but I mean, I mean, they're and their fans are already sick of him saying, "Let's ride." He's he's only ha- I think he only has like four <laughs> passing touchdowns through six games. Um. Like passing touchdowns. Yes. Uh, Russ has five touchdowns and three interceptions this year. In six games. In six games. 58.6 completion percentage. That's good if you're Jim McMahon in 1985. Yeah, 1985, you know, Russ is having a pretty solid year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to notable jabronis. Let's start with our mainstay. Herschel Walker. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, I guess it's, it's been, it's out there that he was impersonating a police officer. No, so, um, Herschel Walker said that in two, in 2007, in 2000, he said that in 2017, he claimed to have worked with the Cobb County Police Department. And two years later than that, he claimed to have worked for the FBI. Um, <laughs> So, but neither of those things are true. And then at a debate debate with uh, Senator Raphael Warnock, uh, Warnock said, I've never pretended to be a police officer and I've never threatened a shootout with the police. And Herschel Walker then whipped out a gold badge on stage, like set into a, like an FBI style badge. <laughs> and said, well, I have this. <laughs> he said, "This is this is not a prop. This is real." <laughs> um, oh, that sounds like an '80s um, action television series. Yeah, he Ex-NFL said, "NFL player turned FBI agent." He said, "I am worked with many police officers." He was about to say, I am a police officer. He said, I am, and then said, worked with many police officers. He went right up to the edge and then <laughs> looked off the edge of the cliff and turned around. Yeah, he, he by pulling the badge out, the, the moderator was like, I told you that you're not allowed to have props on stage, and that is definitely a prop, so get rid of it right now. He's like, this is not a prop, this is real. And you're like, what the hell? <laughs> this one, you're like, what are you doing? Raphael Warnock was just laughing. There are people like laughing and boot, like... <laughs> CTE champion, Herschel CTE Walker. CTE champion, Herschel Walker. The least fall, as do jabronis. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have Ronald Bell and Jennifer Pendley indicted for falsely accusing Georgia Tech basketball coach Josh Pastner of sexual assault. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> so they were definitely trying to extort money from him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in a court filing, that it said the defendants are alleged to have falsely accused Georgia Tech's coach of sexual assault. That They then demanded a large payment in exchange for a retraction of the claim. The FBI and other federal law enforcement partners are especially proficient in exposing false allegations designed to extort money. So these individuals who attempt to per- perpetrate such criminal schemes at the expense of law-abiding citizens will be caught and persecuted. Like, yeah, you're done. You are in some worst shit. Worst of the worst. Like, yeah. The people like that like are the reason people don't believe, um, you know, people who have been through real, real stuff. Abuse, yeah. Yeah, it's like you, you just. <laughs> I, Thanks a lot. 
Yeah, thanks. <laughs> you're you're fucking it up for everyone else. Yeah. Speaking of which, our third jabroni, <laughs> Jerry Jones, uh, is being sued for sexual assault. Happened in front of his players. And his wife. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> after digging, I was like, and his wife. Um, he groped and kissed her. Forcibly kissed, grabbed, and groped her on September 16th, 2018 in a ballroom at AT&T Stadium. Case was dismissed for some probably bullshit reason that involves money. Financial reason. But... Um, she, the the woman is still uh, is still, you know, persistent in this, and she she wants you know damages. You know, she wants money for this. <laughs> like, sure, yeah. like it's awful. So, <sighs> that was the biggest TV in the entire world. Yeah. All right. If you or someone you know is a survivor of sexual assault and is seeking help, contact the National Sexual Assault Hotline at one eight hundred six five six four six seven three. Moving on to our Hall of Fame inductee, Sam Mills. Samuel Davis Mills Jr. was born June 3rd, 1959. Gemini. Yeah. In Neptune City, New Jersey. (laughs) A Gemini living in Neptune. Uh, Sam grew up in the beachside community of Long Branch, New Jersey, and you could often find him tagging along with his brother to play pickup football. Mills attended Long Branch High School, where he started in both wrestling and football. Sam won the 1976 and 1977 district championships in wrestling, but his love was football. He was an exceptional athlete at both sports, but his five foot nine height did not attract many scouts. Sam would choose to attend Montclair State University, where he made the team as a walk-on. From 1977 to 1980, Sam was the heart and soul of the defense, and his records still stand today. He's the all-time leader in total tackles with 501. Jesus. Tackles in a season with 142. <laughs> and he once recorded 22 tackles in a single game. They don't play 16-game seasons there. Right. So, <laughs> so 142 in a year is a lot. <laughs> he was a three-time NJAC first-team All-Star and was awarded the New Jersey Collegiate Writers Defensive Player of the Year for three straight seasons from 1978 to 1980. Despite the accolades, the NFL wasn't particularly interested in the five foot nine linebacker from Montclair State. Sam signed with the Cleveland Browns as an undrafted free agent in 1981, but was released after the preseason. In 1982, Mills signed to play with the Toronto Argonauts of the Canadian Football League, but was released before the season. Yeah. Couldn't catch a break. Sam found a job teaching photography and assistant coaching at East Orange High in New Jersey, but he still wanted to play pro ball. Carl Peterson, GM of the USFL startup Philadelphia Stars, gave Sam a tryout, and Mills lit it up. He became known as the Field Mouse for his tenacity and incredible closing speed. But as Peterson put it, quote, he was a mouse running around a field of elephants, but the elephants wanted nothing to do with him. Sam became an anchor of the Stars' doghouse defense with his ferocious play on the field and leadership off the field. Sam and the Stars won the 1984 and 1985 USFL championships, and Mills was named to three all-USFL teams. Sam is a member of the USFL's all-time team, and he's been described as the best USFL player along with Reggie White. Damn. Yeah. (laughs) It's a name drop. 
After their 1985 USFL title, Stars head coach Jim Mora was signed by the Saints, and Sam decided to follow his coach and mentor to New Orleans. Much like his time with the Stars, Sam was a leader for the Saints defense. He was a member of the Dome Patrol, <laughs> an incredible linebacking corps that led to a stout Saint that led a stout Saints defense in the early 90s. Sam earned four Pro Bowl appearances in his time with the Saints in 87, 88, 91, and 92. Jim Mora called Mills the best player I ever coached. Sam became a free agent after the 1994 season, and the newly added expansion Carolina Panthers offered Sam a two-year, $2.8 million offer. Back which then. Which time was a deal. <laughs> yeah. Now that's like... <laughs> Seventh-round picks get that right. or some shit. <laughs> While New Orleans matched the offer, Sam decided to sign with Carolina because the Saints hadn't offered him anything until the Panthers forced their hand. Yeah. <laughs> like, good reason. Deuces. Like, fine. You don't want me? Cool. <laughs> Mills again became a leader for a very young team and was the only player to start every game during the Panthers' first three seasons. In a 1995 game against the New York Jets, Sam used his excellent vision to step in front of a Bubby Brister shovel pass and took it to the house for a 36-yard touchdown, guaranteeing the Panthers their first franchise victory. His third career rebirth earned him another Pro Bowl appearance in 1996 at the age of 37. At the time, he was the oldest defender to be invited to a Pro Bowl. Wow. He'd retire the following year, but Sam was inducted into the Carolina Panthers Hall of Honor in 1998. Mills played for 12 NFL seasons and collected 1,319 tackles, 20 and a half sacks, 11 interceptions, and four touchdowns. Sam stayed in Carolina as a defensive assistant in 98 before being promoted to linebackers coach in 1999. In August of 2003, Sam was diagnosed with intestinal cancer and was told he had only a few months to live. He went, underwent chemotherapy and radiation and continued to coach. His Keep pounding speech in the 2003 playoffs helped lift them over the Cowboys to advance to the Super Bowl. Keep pounding later became the name of a fund to sponsor cancer research programs and an official team slogan. Sam continued to coach the team until passing from cancer complications on April 18, 2005. Two years. Mills number 51 was retired by the Panthers organization, making it the first number retired by the franchise. Sam was inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame in 2009 with his son Sam Mills III accepting on his father's behalf. Before every Panthers game, the team has an honorary drummer bang a keep-pounding drum. Sam was finally inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame in 2022. The field mouse paved the way for more undersized players, and Sam Mills' legacy still beats on today, and for that, he is a legend. Absolutely. Truly a legend. Sam he he had devastating hits too for being a five nine linebacker. <laughs> yeah, he's got that low center of gravity. Baby. Yeah, he could just he like it if you you send a running back up the middle, Sam Mills would destroy him. Yeah. <laughs> he I moved to inside. He moved to like outside linebacker later in his career, and he started just doing more crazy shit. But yeah, I remember Sam Mills a lot. Really good. Plus USFL. Hey, shout out. Yeah, we've done a lot of USFL. Yeah, moving on to the scoreboard supper answer. Who is the oldest defensive player invited to a Pro Bowl? Is it Ed Reed, Michael Strahan, or Daryl Green? Well, it's not Daryl Green because he was before Sam Mills. If Sam Mills had the record, who is it? Daryl Green. It was Daryl Green. Sam Mills became the oldest 
defensive player invited to a Pro Bowl in 1996 when he was 37. The next year, 1997, Daryl Green became the oldest player. <laughs> you bastard. You bastard. The very next year. I, uh, that was a, a little wrinkle in there for you. <laughs> Daryl Green, legend two. Wow. All right, moving on to church. Thoughts and prayers to Dikembe Matumbo as he begins treatment for a brain tumor. Hopefully he can wave the finger at that and block it. That's right. Seriously. We love, love Dikembe Matumbo in this show. So. anything we learned about how Dikembe Matumbo handles business. Get straight to it. That brain tumor's got no chance. Hopefully. All right, moving on to shampoo. Shampoo, shampoo to a Mendoza, maybe front runner for Mendoza of the Year. Yeah. Um, Trent Grisham, shampoo. who uh, in seven uh, divisional series games in 2022 now has eight hits and 21 at bats, seven runs scored, three home runs, five RBIs, hit two hit by pitch. So he's hitting 381 with an 810 slugging. Jesus. 810 slugging. That's not OPS. That's slugging. That's slugging. His slugging, his OBP is 519. So his OB, his, excuse me, his OPS then would be uh, 1,229. Yeah. Or 1,329. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, plus he's on base more than half the time. <laughs> Wow! Cheers to a to a. Yeah, we were just talking before we hit record about how Mendoza seemed to rise to the occasion in the Major League Baseball playoffs. Like last year, it was uh, Jorge Soler. Soler. I mean, Muncie had a good playoffs for the Dodgers, even though they lost. Um, I think Bradley played well for in the playoffs last year. Yeah, I mean. Um, he was a big Mendoza too. Maybe Trent Grisham can stay on fire, and the Padres can, you know, pay off with that trade for Juan Soto. I mean, their pitching's pretty good. They invested a lot. Hopefully, it pays off for them. I don't think the Phillies have the. I don't know. Phillies are well, we're wild card, man. <laughs> All right, don't forget. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to our weekly podcast and check out our other episodes available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and more. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Legends of Sportsball. Follow us on Twitter at L Sportsball. That's at the letter L Sportsball. Make sure to become a member of our Facebook group, The Best and Worst of Sports Twitter, a subsidiary of TrevBook, to join the conversation and revel in sport in real time. All right, tune in Thursday, October 27th, as we induct Peng Shui and Lawrence Phillips and Anna Mariah Wilson. For our third annual Halloween sport tag. It's going to be crazy. Thank you once again for listening to Legends of Sports Ball. May the sports be with you. Always. <laughs>